good? Welcome back. We're actually going to start uh, a half minute early. That way, uh, it's the first and last time we uh, do that, but we're going to try. Uh, welcome back. We're going to end Hilchestoko uh, in the next uh, couple of weeks, depending what cups comes up. I want to go over a number of Shailas that we didn't finish, a number of Mamakemis that we didn't get to, and a little bit of Chazar for some practical cases. Maybe Yotaina, all that's going to take us to Hanukkah, wherever long it takes, it'll take. Uh, the sugi after this, Amitzah will be Chuko Seimlo which is very apropos for anybody who lives in America, which is everybody. Well, actually, I shouldn't say that. A lot of people listening might live in any westernized country um, or Muslim country where you might be picking up some other menhagim. And it's actually one simon shochanar, but quite uh, nogea, and that's going to be the next sugya. And then hopefully um, over the winter we will get to keep it up aim, which is also very nogea. So those are the simonim coming up in Yeridea. And uh, I'd like to go back to uh, one or two shailas we had open. As I was headed to the airport, I went to Reb Chaim, and I, we had a discussion on very interesting items. I had uh, six different uh, sugiyas I wanted to discuss. Um, one of them I mentioned in Shul, which he thought was a Hilchastaka Shaila after the first Shaila I asked him, which I'll get to in a minute, but I'll say this first because uh, it's not our sugiyah, but I... I uh, don't want to forget about it. I asked him if there was a kiyam, uh, partial kiyam of Yishev Eretz Yisrael, when you buy a dira in Eretz Yisrael. Uh, Magad Avram holds if you visit Eretz Yisrael, so it's a partial kiyam, uh, if you're out there visiting. And uh, buying a dira, I had a svara that it was even better. Because when you buy a dira, your mom is developing Eretz Yisrael. You'll say, well, the Kablan built it already. He's selling these apartments to 15 different people, and you're one of them. Why is that you should rate The answer is uh, simple. If you keep driving the market, keep fueling the market, they're going to have to, you buy this, you have to build more. Ultimately, the Israeli land authorities will have to release land, which they never like doing. They're still holding, like, uh, I don't know, some, of, some crazy number of uh, above 85, 90% of the land, believe it or not. And uh, when you twist their arm, they release more for development. And every few years, they release uh, land for various projects, uh, and sometimes they're pressured to buy land. Um, there's an army base in Gula. Have you ever heard of it? Um, uh, Schnellers, that used to be an army base. And uh, you would think, it's prime real estate. It took them decades and decades to get their hands on that, to develop it. So the more apartments you buy, you're actually developing Eretz Yisrael. It's, it's a real key. But I don't want to go up my far. I asked him, and he first uh, said, well, to use, I thought this is interesting, he thought, first I was asking, is that we had just finished discussing a Meiser Indian. So he said, not for Meiser money. <laughs> so I said, no, I'm talking about a guy, let's say he gave his chaymish, he has uh, more money left over, he wants to do with it. Is there an Indian to spend it on this? So he said, absolutely. It's, a, it's somewhat of a kiyam. I thought he was going to say, tell him to move here, which he usually tells people. But I sort of like put in the shayla. I say, he's not moving here. Maybe he'll visit more, maybe he won't. But just for the buying the dira. And he said, yes, that's somewhat of a kiyam because you're helping develop Eretz Yisrael. 
But what's interesting, which has to do with the Meiser, is the line before when he emphatically said, no, no, he can't use Meiser. Meiser is for Anim. Straight like the Ramah, not like the Shachlataz. And he said it like he was, he was very emphatic about it. I didn't even ask that part, but that, that's what came out. So that was time interesting, because the other side would have been, if he holds it to Mitzvah, which he holds it is, then you can spend your Meiser money. And we explained that last season. Uh, before the summer, that the menig is probably more like the shach and the taz, and if you make it tonight, when you start giving meiser, you have more to rely on, but it's interesting, he wouldn't hear of it. He said straight, to, he, he was like, he was almost like, he thought I was asking the guys to use meiser money, he like, before I finish a sentence, which is most of the uh when I ask, he answers uh, as I finish the sentence. He said, not for meiser money, and I said, no, no, he's not using meiser money. So he said, okay, it's an Indian. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Did you, anybody? I was expecting somebody to ask that last. Did we did actually discuss that, or I just made a reference to it? Um, it's a it's a good trailo. Many people have asked me. There are two types of people. The people ask Lacanter. I answer those questions anyway. But uh, people have asked me honestly. They want to know. You know, he's collecting for a dira, and um, I have a son-in-law who's learning in Lakewood. The guy tells me that he doesn't have a dira. So uh, my height, so I explained to him it's a good child, but there's a good answer. It, it's the same, uh, it's at least the same in terms of the bang you're getting for your buck and stuff. This is important. It doesn't mean you have just explaining what you're accomplishing. It's just an eight stroll, they do it a little different. They, if they get some sort of deer, and, and they're buying deers now out in who knows where, it's still an stroll, the cheapest they can get sometimes in one bedroom, but whatever they can get, because whatever they have, when they start off, they have, and now they know at least... They might not have money for food, but at least they don't have to pay rent. And as the supporter, as the zvulun of this effort, you're actually getting more for your money because if you waste money on rent, all Americans can understand the American dream to own a house. If you spend money on rent, wealthy people have money to spend money on rent. If you have money and you're careful with the money, it's not an unlimited supply, you buy so that you can build up equity. Uh, and that's what they're doing. So... Many people ask me the question, I have no problem, as long as it's not Lacanter, and even as Lacanter, I'll try to explain it to them. You're actually doing yourself and him a favor. They can get married because the Shreya wants to be able to marry his daughter, and it's part of the Nadan, and Nadan is not a, a, a modern Israeli phenomenon. That was, you know, people always gave a Nadan. This is the form they took. They know they have it, what they have, they have, and they're going to end up spending less money, which is better for you, who is the Zvulun trying to support the effort. So financially, it makes more sense. So it's even greater, right? I'm just trying to. I'm glad you mentioned it because this always gets a lot of pushback. And so they say, "I'm a chui to buy." I say, "I'm a chui to do anything. You want to do it makes sense." The person, Mr. Shem, is if he's a serious learner, he's going to be learning for a long time. Why don't you give him money? He's going to need anyway, and he'll have a little more yishavadas, and you'll save money. The financial model, and this is so push it. After I explain to people who are not asking Lacanter, Lacanter is the guys who are just not really asking. But the guys come and say, oh, come on, you'll have what, what, Like, is this a good mouth? I said, this is a great mouth. Financially, it makes more sense. So, why is he a son of the Omar Lake? Well, the answer is because uh, he is not that worried about paying for it later. <laughs> That's why, usually. Because if he needs money later and if he ends up uh, learning shorter term, he's going to work, so he'll get a house. People have more or less, I mean, people struggle, but they, more or less to have what they need over here when they need it. And over there, if you don't get it right away, besides the fact it'll hurt the shidduch prospect because the people are asking for it because they know that if they get something, then there's some nod done and you can't ask for it later. And uh, for good or for bad, uh, that request is reasonable. 
and they have to go further and further out. Uh, most people are not buying Divas in Yerushalayim for $600,000, and they need a place to live anyway. It's throwing out money if you're paying rent. When you give that money, does that money fall under the category of a self-development relationship or Achnosis Kawa? It's two things. It's supporting Tayyar Achnosis Yitzhak's Volan is complicated. We discussed it in June. Do you have to actually sign up, make an official deal long-term? So leave that part out. It's Hachzachus HaTayr, for sure, and it's Hachzachus Kala. And, as you have it's also, you got a chalik and trying to pressure them to build more dirahs and release more land from the Israeli land authorities. So I can't, this is an important, uh, and I'm, I'm happy, to, happy it came out. I, I don't think we actually covered this. I think we said we were going to do this. I'm glad you asked. This is uh, a good question people ask, and the people are giving want to know what's the best way to give. I think it's phenomenal. Why do we buy houses for the same reason? Because they don't want to throw out money and rent. And the people can afford... I was once speaking to a fellow, Gviri, lives in a place where there are a lot of rentals. Irrelevant, you'll figure out where. And he's been paying rent his whole life. Very expensive rent. I said, why don't you buy... He said, Baruch Hashem, I can afford not to. I come, I call the super, I have a problem, I don't change light bulbs, I pay rent, and Shalom my Yisrael. It's great, because most of the lights can't afford that. And they pay rent, and then they're still left with nothing. So, if you ask me, it makes a lot of good financial sense. Yes? What's the halachic definition of an Adi? In other words, if he has a certain income per year, and he suddenly now has $150,000 asset that comes to his... Un- no, that's, that's what I'm saying. He is not... No, no, no. Oh, we have Tamche Shabbos packages going in Muncie to Aniyim who are living in million dollar homes. They could be, or they could be near, or they could be not meeting their mortgage. So that that's in a million dollar home in Muncie. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not Chasachom tiny anybody. The, the <laughs> option might be well, why don't you downgrade? And take less stock. So some people do, and some people find it difficult, and sometimes downgrading not possible. The next thing down there, can't fit the family. It's not an easy uh, riddle to solve. But this young man who's getting his two-bedroom uh, somewhere in Aria or whatever it is, uh, is not going to be living anything smaller, and he just not doesn't have the all the pressure of, of the mortgage. So basically, you're helping him meet that obligation. No, it's not Yamuk. Yeah, he just wants to get married. No. Yeah, it's another din. That's, that's yeah, but that's a, that's a problem. What the, what the community what the community can handle. Here, it's a shayla of, the system is, it'll help them get married. It'll help her, the father, the daughter get married, really. Um, and it'll help her get married quicker, hopefully. And you're going to get a chazakzatera. So the guy says, well, I'd rather pay his rent. I've had this conversation with many people, and I asked them, you're a businessman. Why in the world would you rather pay rent? They're throwing out money. So he thought about it, thought about it, says, yeah, you're right. So if you come with it, you know, if, you, if you want to listen to well, like, what's the best way to do this, I'm just putting out the argument that this, uh, as a financial model, I think is just as good, if not better. It's just harder to raise the money up front, but it's harder and it's easier. Did you ever try to put up a building? Any message. It's easy to raise money for a one-time thing, one-time project, to raise money ongoing. So they put up the building, they raise the money, it was very difficult, and now they can't buy light bulbs, they don't have any money. It's the way it goes in life. So, so yes, it's easier if he has a deadline and, and, and the shit depends on everything, you raise it and you're helping him. And so I, I agree. You have Achazah's Kala and you have Achazah's Daira and possibly even, uh, probably, even you should raise this wrong. So that's the argument for it. With that said, it's a sense of Achiv, you give what you can give and, and that's it. But I'm just, I'm just discussing why the, the model makes sense. 
That was the second Shiloh. Let's go back to the first Shiloh. It was on my mind because it was the last Shiloh we were discussing on July 1st or something like that. Um, you remember the question with the girl who got married who was working for a half a year or a year beforehand? And she had $10,000, $50,000 in her account. And she got married and uh, we'll make it easy. We had both Shilohs. She didn't take off my C yet. She expected to be getting married very soon. And she figured, I don't know these dinner, I'll let my husband take care of it. Now she got married. And the Shaila was, who is in charge of taking off Meiser? Who has the decision to take off Meiser? In terms of who you're giving it to and when. It should be as immediate as possible. You know, we gave up to a year uh, to give Meiser for your fiscal year how to figure out. I will let you know the Rabbi Yosha holds that even three months is pushing it. A lot of people ask me, I, I told you that there are a hold like this. Some say a month, some say three months quarterly, some say every half a year, and some, the most bagel sheet is once a year. A lot of people do once a year, they're doing it for taxes anyway. So they do the fiscal year, December 31st to January 1st. Uh, the other way around, January 1st, December 31st. Rabbi Yoshev happened to uh, have held and, and encouraged people to give quarterly. I guess the reason is, once you have the money coming in, you should give it, and why delay a mitzvah? And he even held... Once a month was good, but, uh, but quarterly was as much as he gave. And again, others are more makeup, but just know it's not pushing. If you ever wanted to give ongoing, which I think a lot of people are doing just by the fact that they were getting requests, and that is certainly, uh, certainly a hitter. So whatever reason, she didn't give it. Now they want to they wanna give it. First of all, who has the chiv? So one child we had was the husband just got into money, or did he? So does he have a separate chiv amaisa for himself? And then Tzitzlami does, she didn't take on Maisa yet, does she have to take on Maisa and then he takes on Maisa? I take off 20% now, not because of Chaimish. She had an overdue bill she didn't take and now she gave it to the husband. So it's a very complex Shaila and the, and the root of the Shaila was as follows. When money is brought into a marriage, the fallback position is usually is Nechsem Malug. Nechsem Malug, the Gemara makes quite clear, is uh, a vehicle where he gets the dividends of the Paris and she retains the ownership on the goof. So we saw the truth of our brother David wanted a Taina, neither has jurisdiction really, because he only has the payers, she only has the goof. She can't just give away money because the goof is Meshubah to his payers, to his dividends, that he can't give because he doesn't own the goof. So he said, they have to both agree, let them agree on a project, and they'll agree when and how and who to who and get it done. But they both have to agree. I, I heard where he was coming from. I think the uh, fallback position certainly... Seems to be from the sugya that it's nisli malug unless you assign it to be nisli sarbarzal. Nisli sarbarzal is when you bring in a chunk of money and he gets to use it. He could take it. He could destroy it. He can lose it. I hope he doesn't. And he can invest it. He has power over the goof, not just the payers, but he's got to make good on it in case of a divorce or a death. And he's chayv and achrayis. Nisli malug is not chayv and achrayis in the goof. He only gets the payers. Each one has an upside and a downside. But the fullback position is it's nisli malug unless you assign it as nisli sarbarzal. The reason I thought what he's saying is a chiddish is because I had this notion in my head, I couldn't prove it, that I think I'm not clear that if a lady brings in money, the Ramah Basmashma, any money that comes in is automatically Nilsimalug. But I wasn't sure whether today people have das, that it's Bakhlashimilog, she comes in, she makes a joint a nice healthy relationship, puts the money in a joint account, and legally a joint account. I think all the bankers here agreed. He can write a check and clear it out. She can write a check and clear it out. They both have, it's a joint account, but they both have 100% jurisdiction. And therefore, it's not Nechse Malug. I'm saying a Chiddush. Pashas, you would say, like he was, like, I was tining that it is Nechse Malug, so she doesn't have jurisdiction. He doesn't have jurisdiction. I tined that they both had jurisdiction. 
which case he got it to money, he's from Iser, and I was a little uncomfortable that she didn't take off Iser yet because she really had a chiv before. They should really both take off Iser, which, um, which might be a debatable point, but that's the Pashtus. So if she took a meister, then he's high for meister now. Because he got into money. My child is, what if she didn't before? So most people say, All right, well, she's married now. They have to both take a meister. She's married. Yeah, the other person said, for high was before. So now meister just lost out 10%, but well, she should have done it, taken off right away. She didn't. So now only the 10%. She was high before 10, and he just got into money. It really should be 20. So why should meister lose out? Lose out. If I just got, if you, if you walk into Sheer and you give me $100,000, and I said, what's this? You say, uh, we're putting it in a joint account. I said, who are the owners? Me and you. And I say, you realize a joint account means I can write a check for $100,000 tomorrow. Do you mind if I do that? I have various projects. And you say, a joint account's a joint account. Now, if that wasn't your DAS, maybe, but if I ask you to understand legally, I have a right to write it. Are you okay with that? Now, if you say no, then you might have to tell the bank the rules are different because it's a little strange to tell somebody, I'm not okay with you taking the money and knowing legally you could take the money. So, uh, there's what to discuss with that. You can say, well, they agreed. No one's clearing out the account. That doesn't always happen. Sometimes she spends money. Sometimes he spends money. So, if legally they can both clear it out, that means they're both 100% owners. That's really what the mechanism is. So, he just got it the money. And by the way, in his case, he got the money because it's really up to him to spend. He's usually the man who runs the budget. Not all the time, but it's really his money. But did, did he really get his money? Because my sir is given only on... The money that is left after whatever money is spent that is necessary to make this money. Oh, uh, yeah, that's you're talking about business expenses. So yes, so if I made a hundred thousand dollars, I spent fifty thousand dollars making a hundred thousand dollars. So exactly. yeah, but he so, didn't spend a penny here. But but he only keeps if he agrees to support her. Well, what's up that? If it's not some log, then we solve a problem because he doesn't have the goof at all. She I'm arguing to, to take away she, the and say I'll support myself. No. No, she has a right to take her ongoing Mycia Dayim and say, that's ongoing salary. There's some look you can't take back. I'm making a different argument. I'm tining, which is a Chiddush, but I'm tining that it's not Nechzimuluk if you put it in a joint account because that's not the Das. Her Das was to give it to them, the Gambre. She's in a good marriage. She's like, it's not my money, it's your money, you're in charge here. And I'm just going to raise the kids or I'll go work and then the Mycia Dayim will be yours anyway and you're in charge, which... The assumption is the man is in charge of the finances. The lady has a right to spend the money on what she needs, and he has to spend a lot of money on her, buying her gifts and, and making her feel comfortable. But at the end of the day, unless it's said otherwise, the assumption is he has the final say. Unless, now my argument goes all the ways, unless she could say, well, it's a joint account, just like you're saying, you have, you have full jurisdiction, that's why you got to take a MISA, so I can also write a check for $100,000. This can cut both ways. But the argument for our purposes right now is that he just got into $100,000. So Dov is saying, no, 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 he doesn't have it. He can't touch the goof, not one penny of it. He only gets dividends. That's 0.01% interest or whatever they're using and is the investment vehicle. So, and the next line, if you remember, he quoted Rabbi Yankiv and he says, Rabbi Yankiv says that he's Chayv Meiser. And he says, I don't understand why. I understood why, because I think Rabbi Yankiv is assuming that when she brings the money, he just got it the money. Anyway, so I asked Rabchaim. I walked to ask Rabchaim what he holds. Before I finished, it always works like this. I, was, I managed to get the last word of the sentence in. Rabbi Yankiv, he says, Shutzus. The husband got into money. I said, was it me? As the husband hired my he says, yes, they have a joint account. Okay, he agreed with me. Well, I didn't ask him the child, what if she didn't pay yet? I just made it simple. I said, if she brings in money, is the, is the husband Chayva Meiser and is he capable of paying Meiser? Is it Nilsa Malug? I asked him, is it Nilsa Malug? He said, no, it's not Nilsa Malug, it's Shutzwas. So this 
No, it's 100 and 100 if it's a joint account. So there are 10 people, everything's cleared out to my side? Nobody <laughs> I know has a joint account with 10 people. But, but uh, I, I, if, if they got into money, I'm just saying that's what a joint account... It's easier in this case, by the way, because I don't have to argue the joint account, because when she brought the money, you ask her das, her das, her das, her das I don't have a das, I just got married, you bring the money, this is what we're... No, 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 if I'm running a business, one second, one second, one second. let's not run away with this, if I'm running a business, and we start a computer business, and we both put up 10 million, there's 20 million in the thing, I, I, I think the clear understanding is, you'll ask Akash, I mean, how does any business run with a joint account? What happens? That's a good question. Uri. What happens? Uri, Akiva, anybody can volunteer. I have a, we both put in $10 million in the company. And we both have signing rights and it's a joint account. It's a company account. Legally, I can clear out $20 million writing a check? Yeah, yeah. And what's to stop me? That's dangerous in a shutfus. In a marriage, I'm not worried. The husband trusts the wife. The wife trusts the husband. Okay, so the partnership agreement overrides what the bank's bylaws are. The bank's bylaws are each one has 100% shlita. So the partnership agreement is overriding what the bank is saying. That's the answer. That's the answer to your question. So is that the No. He has to set aside something for the Ksuba. He's got to have some asset protecting the Ksuba. So he has, a, he, has a, he has an apartment in California. That's the value of the Ksuba. The value of the Ksuba is about, I hate to break the news to you, about $15,000. So don't worry about it. Uh, that's assuming it is no symbol. There's a contract. No. The Ksuba is, I'm going to support you. And I'm going to pay if you, uh, they're pirates, I'm going to pay to you. And there's a whole parak, the Ksuba doesn't even spell out most of it. There's certain Shibudim, Lara Faisa, and all the other things, Aikir, Vaizen, and everything else that's going to go on, unless she wants to work and she wants him to learn, she wants to schuss him, whatever deal they make. And if there's a death payment, or a divorce payment of the value of the Ksuba, which is not that much that silver is down now. Uh, it's 10,000, 5,000, 50,000, 20,000, whatever it is. Um, it doesn't make a difference. It gets lost in the shuffle because in a divorce agreement, he's paying a lot more. So it's not really relevant. Uh, the Ksuba sort of gets lost in the shuffle when they're making these agreements. But technically, it's there. If they're married, Rahman's not a week and it comes to play, they've got to figure out how much the Ksuba's worth. But Lamaisa, the operating agreement, is what's stopping him from the legal right of clearing out this account. The husband and the wife are not making an operating agreement. You want the time the Ksuba was, but that's not. The operating agreement is that I have to make sure she's taken care of. Or she could make sure, agree that I'm going to be taken care of for the next 10 years and learn, whatever the case may be. But that's the, there's no overriding operating agreement. If she's not sophisticated, there's, there's no built-in dots that she should have had? So, very good. Okay, okay, so very good. So, so the question I get, let me, re, let me refine the question. What you're getting at is, so when I, I told this to a number of people that Rav Chaim agreed to my father, that's not in the they said, well, what happens if they get married, Rahman Laslan, a day later? Uh, he's not here anymore. Either there was a get or she made sure there wouldn't be a get and she got rid of him, whatever, whatever the case may be. So then she, you're saying, is it home One day? Is it home to know I want the money back? So I said, okay, I hear, but what are you going to say? How about a month? How about a year? How about five years? 10 years? 20 years? Like, I'm okay with some sort of umdana, but I don't know what the shear is going to be. I would say 50-50. Yes. He's doing well. Yesterday he had nothing. Now he has $100,000. Now he just made $50,000. No, no. You're asking if there would be a divorce or, or, or something the next day, what would be, what would Sephardic dictate that she gets back? So I would say maybe the next day, maybe all of it. 
I, that's not very Hashem. Who's going to make up a shear? A month? A year? A year and a half? Two years? Five years? Who's going to... I don't want to scare anybody. They're going to start making operating agreements. 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 I don't know what the... What? Why did you get the woman give it to the man? I guess it really should, but if the man comes in with $100,000 and now opens up a joint account, the woman has to give him anything. In Achanami, according to this far, that would, if she has the ability to draw out the money, unless you say, even without a written agreement... That it's a dover muchoch, and we could support this from the machaber and hochastaka. That she, when a mashulah comes to the door, she can only give five dollars or ten dollars. What, what's the machaber saying? She has no right to spend money without asking the husband to the shuts. No, but that's not. No, I'm saying. But either you're saying by business there's an operating agreement. If if the assumption is, and that's certainly the assumption is represented in hochastaka. It's not in hochastaka. What's the word? What's the operating assumption? Is that she, he's making the financial decisions. Unless the marriage is not set up that way, and maybe in certain circles, certain areas, then that, that whatever they make up is fine. I'm not saying it's healthy for marriage. Whatever they make up is fine. What do we say? Whatever money she makes after she's married, it's a separate thing. No, after he's married, it doesn't go right back to him. Whatever she makes goes to him. Tachas mezaynus. And then, if she says, which I don't advise, and we explained that on the separate governance here, if she gets up and she says, I make a, 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 enough money, more money than you do, less money, whatever, any zayn's vanities, I want my own money, I want to keep it, technically she could do that, and remember, there's a machlis Hashem, whether she can ever reverse it, and there are mobbings two days about that, and that's dangerous, because she wants to reverse it, she'll come and land it based in, and based in will say, Kim Lee, has nothing but back to you, and um, sorry, you should have thought of that before. It's a dangerous thing to do. What if she loses her job? Those are times ridiculous. That today she feels rich. Today she'll say she's angry. She'll say anything like this. And tomorrow she'll say I want it back. And then when 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 it's when it's yontif, when the flashix is more expensive, so you want it back. how do you run on a stock kind of like that? So it's two days normal. Based on the shine and the mice, there's no clear hachra, which means it's going to be Kimli. In the other direction, she wants support back. He's going to say sorry, which is not going to be a very good schooler for the ongoing marriage, because if she gets thinner and thinner, uh, because she has nothing to eat. The, the, it's not smart for him to do that, maybe, but that, that's the that's the issue. So Akiva, the answer to your question is, without writing it down, the assumption seems to be in Hochestaka that she can't give stock. Why can't she give stock? It's hundred thousand dollars in the account and it's joint. The answer is you have to ask your husband. And if your husband told you before, I don't care what you spend, anybody comes to the door, it's your, your decision-making process, then you can give $100. If he doesn't care, he doesn't care. But you've got to ask. So we have a problem now. But she had the chiv before, and she didn't fulfill it, and now she has a problem. So that's a little sticky. So if a husband cares about her olam haba, which is, I assume, why they got married, because they're trying to help each other grow and get olam haba. So I, if I were the husband and I can afford it, it would be kedai to pay off her debts. I mean, she comes in, let's say, by the way, I forgot to tell you before the chuppah, I owe uh, uh, the guy uh, $5 million. He says, sorry, and then she says, his name is Luigi. So then he better come up with the money and, uh, and uh, find, a, find a way to help her. But that, that's, that's, a, that's a problematic situation. I think the smart thing to do would be to pay it. But and the, she brings both assets and liabilities. Do you, do they cancel so if you're ahead of the game, uh, <laughs> then you let her, for some of her assets, pay her for liabilities. But you know what I'm saying? So you, you, you're just pointing out there's no... Written agreement, I don't think we need one. I think there's a working assumption unless they, when they went out, they spelled out a different arrangement. And she said, why well, I grew up, I want uh, equal Z, you know, whatever they talk about. But the traditional setup, as reflected in Hilchastaka, is that he's setting the tone on what's spent. So anyway, Bekitzer, it's the first Kiddush of the week. Abchaim held it with Shutfus and Mamela, it's not Nech and the husband just got the money. 
which is uh, what I had been assuming, but I'd rather him say it. And, uh, and he said it quite, uh, quite emphatically. Okay, Mitzvah uh, tomorrow we'll start with the other um, Shailas we left off, but we're out of time for now. There is a Meyer of now and another Meyer of 10.30 in case you want to continue learning.